Hello, and welcome once again to the Oklahoma Atheist Godcast. Today on the show, the Four Horsemen of the Rebecca Apocalypse, in which we cover a couple current events which have shaken the skeptical atheist humanist community to its very core, or something like that, and explore the concepts of old white male privilege, among other things. Now, it should go without saying that the opinions expressed here in this show are solely those of the participants, Damien, Jason, Chaz, and Abby, and not the official position of the Oklahoma Atheist or the Oklahoma Atheist Godcast. If you have any comments, criticisms, corrections, please address them to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Oklahoma Atheist Godcast, or send me an email, podcast at oklahomaatheists.com. Thank you, and enjoy the show! Okay, so let's let's dive right in. Um, there has been a massive, massive blow up on the blogs, the atheist blog sphere, and the Twitterverse, and possibly other places that I don't know. I mean, maybe it hit Reddit, and I just you know don't know about it. I'm saying I was gonna say I haven't really seen it blow up into outside the atheosphere, but I mean, the, what does the atheist skeptic humanist sphere? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs to summarize it because I really don't know the whole. All the shit behind it. Okay, well, I wasn't really familiar with Rebecca Watson until this blew up. I kind of knew I'd read Skept. I mean, actually, I'm only here because of Skeptic, because that's where I found out about um, The King and I. So, um, she put up a video, and she mentioned this thing where this... She was giving a talk um, at a conference somewhere overseas. Australia, was it? Uh, it was in Dublin. Dublin, um, and she was, I guess, I don't know the details of the talk she was giving, but it was about sexism, apparently, and then at 4 a.m., she goes and gets on an elevator, she's like, I'm going to bed, and some guy follows her into the elevator and asks her up to his room for coffee, right, or something, and then she's like, and then so in her video, she's like, don't do that, dude, <laughs> and then... <clears throat> Um, everyone kind of Everybody split. freaked out. Yeah, d- between people thinking that was completely reasonable that she would tell the guy to not do that, and people saying that <clears throat> his actions were fine. And then Richard Dawkins entered the fray. <laughs> and said some particularly... Uh, <clears throat> I, I side with PZ. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't side he, with PZ. I don't think he's being hard enough on Richard. You don't. You don't you think he's smart enough? No. Um, no, but I, I agree. Now we've got to talk about some of the subsequent events here. Um, yeah. First off, one of the key things is that Rebecca had been talking both during her talk and um, at the bar. She'd been talking about how she doesn't like being sexually objectified. Oh, really? At the bar? Yeah. She. Well, <laughs> I think it's. I think it said at the bar. She was talking about that. How she doesn't like being just randomly hit on so much at conferences, like mm-hmm. something she didn't like happening. And and then she made it clear that she's off to bed, the sleepy kind of bed, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then this guy that had not been like making like banter with her, she had hadn't been talking to him. She hadn't been not only had she not been flirting with him, she hadn't been talking with him at all. Follows her into the elevator, right, and gets her cornered in this in this place with no exit, and then says, "Hey, don't take this the wrong way. Would you like to come back to my room for coffee?" For coffee. Yeah. Coffee. 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 By coffee, I mean something to get you awake enough so we can, you know, don't take this the wrong way. Because the wrong way would be to take this as an offer for conversation. Uh, so there's a little detail in there, how a little nuance that she'd made it clear that she wasn't 
up for that sort of thing. And <laughs> just by just by getting in the elevator and asking that question, he was saying, I've ignored what you've been saying. <laughs> you know, I know that you have these preferences. I'm going to go ahead and ignore them and proposition you anyway, which is particularly disturbing because it says, and I'm going to go ahead and do this clearly without your consent and against your will. And she has to wonder at that point, what else might he do against her consent? Mm-hmm. And so that's what makes it even creepier than some random elevator at 4 a.m. Yeah, I kind of get the impression that some of the commentators or people, you know, in this fray don't think that think that his comments could have been innocuous. Like, he actually just wanted to go have coffee and talk to her. That's theoretically uh, possible. I mean, if we were to examine him and find that he has no testicles, I would give that a hearing. <laughs> but even if they were meant as innocuous, it's 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, I know. I'm elevator. And it's very That's low. That's going to be perspe- perceived as creepy no matter what. Yeah. Right. He should have the By self-awareness. Female, I would, I would assume. I'm not a female. He should have the self-awareness to realize that even though his intentions might be honorable, which I really doubt, mm-hmm. even if they were, that oh, doesn't make yeah. it not creepy. Yeah. Because she has to do an estimate of what's the likelihood that this guy is asking for sex. <laughs> you know, it's not like she can see inside his mind. Mm-hmm. She just kind of has to go off of her experience of people generally. And I mean, who gives a shit? The bottom line is it's her experience. She perceived it as creepy. No, that's not the bottom line. You don't think so? No, it's it's possible to see something as creepy that a reasonable person would not see as creepy. Oh, uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. But I'm, what I'm saying is that no reasonable person would not see this particular <laughs> event as creepy. It is objectively creepy. Quite true. Yeah, I, well, there seems I, to be a bunch of guys who don't see it as creepy. And that's what led to the blow-up. That's what led yeah. to the blow-up, because all these guys are mansplaining on the blogs, like, oh, no, <laughs> it's no big deal. You know, A guy should have an uh, untrammeled right to solicit totally casual sex with strangers at elevators at 4 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah, and all the self-righteous ones are like... No. Yeah. No, go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I, I like all the guys who are like, what, just because we asked you to have coffee, you think we're going to have sex with you? Jeez, what do you <laughs> think about us? Yeah, let's ignore all the contact. Let's if just... I was drunk yeah. in an elevator at 4 a.m., that's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> Even Dan Savage would think that was creepy. I haven't actually seen the video of it. Like, how how hard was she on the whole... Oh, oh, she was let me actually say it. really gentle. I mean, she's yeah. Like, when, I whenever I first Rebecca. whenever I first watched it, I was like, oh well, yeah. Man, maybe he's taking his chance. You know, he possibly feels sorry now. But uh, yeah, don't do that. You know, that's awful. Don't do that. And I didn't think anybody would take his side. I, I was so surprised whenever, like uh, four days later, I heard that all this was blowing up on PZ's site. And oh, so you you saw this video back when it like first came out. Yeah, because I, I, I follow uh, the Skeptics Guide yeah, to yeah. the Universe on Twitter, and so I saw her video right away, and I just thought, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, I didn't watch Twitter that Oh, wait, week. yeah, did she Shit. mention it in Skeptics Guide? No. Uh, no, they recorded that before it happened. Well, uh, I'm sure it'll come up at the next one. I think I saw it. I don't remember if I saw it after I heard about the... It must have been, because I don't normally watch her videos. But. Yeah, because they record that on, like, Wednesday or Thursday, and didn't like, the shit hit the fan on, like, Friday and Saturday? It did. That's when okay. that's when Twitter and everything blew up. And so yeah. I, the first thing that blew up Twitter was all these, these people, for some reason, defending Elevator Guy. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if anybody buys the Team Elevator Guy t-shirt out of anything but irony, <laughs> I'm going to be angry. <laughs> Yeah, that, like I'm a man, and I no, that's that is fucking creepy. It is. There's a team elevator guy T-shirt. Yeah, there's a team Rebecca. There's a team Steph, <laughs> and a team elevator guy T-shirt. They're, they're only in women's sizes, in case you're wondering. 
<laughs> There's essentially no reason this should be a big deal. Let's talk about Steph. Yeah, yeah, that is that is kind of a big deal because like what she did to Steph was a whole other issue. I think that's part of why it blew up was the Steph thing because like who's Steph? A different blogger. She's this college blogger. She's young, and she has never been sexually assaulted. I could tell you that without even <laughs> apparently not anything else about apparently her. Apparently not, or has read it's any statistics about sexual assault. Yeah, I'm guessing that she's not a women's studies major. <laughs> she doesn't read Jezebel every day. <laughs> I'm guessing that too, because she she was team elevator guy, right? That was the that was her faux pas is that she was team elevator guy. <laughs> yeah, but what I found was so ironic is that she was wearing her college like sweatshirt in her video or whatever. And I thought this is hilarious. <laughs> you what know, like, was it? I don't remember. Uh, I'll look at it. You I think it was it University up, but... of Arkansas. Uh, <laughs> well, it all happened. Just messing with you, Jason. <laughs> so what'd she say? What? She goes down there. She essentially said, "Look, it's no big deal. It's okay for men to solicit casual sex. You just oh. say no. That's you that's it. No. Oh says, yeah, you can just he say says, no. He just backs off and says, "Hey, we're cool. All right, you know, I just gave it a go. Gave it the old and college he, try. Yeah, the old college try being a good double entendre there." Did any of you see the, uh, the implication video from It's Always Sunny? Oh my god, yes! Uh, <laughs> oh, so perfect. What is it? It, it's, it was just a clip from It's Always Sunny um, yeah. from the episode where they get a boat and um, the jackass character is talking about... Dennis. Um, yeah, Dennis, about getting a girl out on the boat. And so she won't say no because... The implication. <laughs> no, if she says no, if she says no, it's fine, but... Yeah, if she says no, then of course no means no, but she won't say no, because of the <laughs> implication. The what? The mattress? What do we need a mattress for? What do you mean, what do we need a mattress for? Why in the hell do you think we just spent all that money on a boat? The whole purpose of buying the boat in the first place was to get the ladies nice and tipsy topside, so we can take them to a nice, comfortable place below deck, and, you know, they can't refuse, because of the implication. Oh, uh, okay. You had me go in there for the first part. The second half kind of threw me. Well, dude, dude, think about it. She's out in the middle of nowhere with some dude she barely knows. You know, she looks around her. What does she see? Nothing but open ocean. Ah, there's nowhere for me to run. What am I going to do? Say no? Okay. That that seems really dark. No, no, it's not dark. You're misunderstanding me, bro. I think I am. Yeah, you are. Because if the girl said no, then the answer obviously is no. No. But the thing is, is she's not going to say no. She would never say no because of the implication. God. <laughs> and Max's like, wait, that you make it sound like she doesn't want to have sex with you. It it's terrible. It's like so many other things in that show. It's like terrible because it rings true at some level. Like there are guys like this. Yes, but it's funny. It's 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 awful. You know, it's it's just so it's so awful. So that really does bring to light what was going on in Elevator Man's head. Right. I mean, well, possibly. Like. Well, we can't know what what his, I mean. He might have just been like you know somebody who has no social instincts whatsoever. Yeah, which they, I would, they are out there in skeptics' world. Actually, skeptics. I was somewhere. One of the blogs, one of the um, commentators, started to complain about how the whole debate was neurotypical, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Ooh, yeah. Apparently, because I guess he was thinking like an autistic person would do something like that, and we shouldn't gang up on them for being. <laughs> So you're saying um, that we're we're all exhibiting uh not what's that called being uh, neurotypical normality. It's saying he had Asperger's or something. Yeah, and like I'm not like I think 
the initial event is lesser of a deal than the explosion and like Dawkins' comments because he the guy was probably drunk. He was probably had like a fangasm. He was like, "Oh, Rebecca Watson," yeah. and he probably so, regretted it immediately. Yeah, so it I doesn't think make it okay, but yeah. I yeah. doubt he was a horrible. Before in the horrible. morning at the skeptics conference, he's going to be drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is possible that he was just thinking, "Wouldn't it be great to spend more time with Rebecca?" Uh, because I admire her as as a, as a blogger, as a thinker, whatever. And I'm never going to be able to talk to her again yeah. or see her. And yeah, it it is possible that he had oh, nothing course. but good intentions. Not creepy. No, right, yeah. exactly. But like, it it seems to me far more likely, uh, given the entire set of 4 a.m. elevator uh, cold propositions in the entire history of humanity. Uh, that's our background probability. Most of those are about oh, yeah. straight up casual sex. So mm-hmm. you've got to figure that into your Bayesian model. No, also yeah. given this is eyewitness testimony, which is can be flawed. Especially because it was 4 a.m. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was okay. saying it was, and whether or not it's still kind of creepy at 4 a.m. we got to get back oh, yeah. to like, okay. Did we say what Dawkins said, though? No, we got to get back to what I... Steph, Steph said something. And then this is, okay. I think, I think this is the fulcrum of how it blew up. Is that Rebecca called out Steph at the conference yeah. during a keynote? Porsche. Oh, that was how I first heard about this. Something about her calling someone out. Yeah, and that's what yeah. prompted a number of bloggers, including ERV, to say bad form, Rebecca Watson. That's just truly like uh, went off. Oh, on oh, yeah, on Steph. I, no, on Rebecca. I'm, yep. It's should, getting complicated. It, well, I mean, everyone's weighed in now. Yeah, PZ, <laughs> ERV, Phil Plate. Phil Plate, Greg Layden, Richard Dawkins. I mean, you'd think this is some sort of scientific issue, the way everyone has an opinion on it. <laughs> has, Steve, has Steve Novella weighed in yet? Oh, is I it on Neurologica? He probably should. No, it's not that. I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. Well, he's probably saving it for the Skeptics Guide this week. <laughs> oh, because it's going to be on the Skeptics Guide. Yeah. I hope so. So a lot of people thought that uh, what, what the Elevator Guy did was really creepy and not self-aware. But what Rebecca did was just straight up power play and kind of cruel. Yeah, exactly. What did she say? I I can't comment on that. I didn't hear it. Essentially, she was giving a lot of examples of misogyny within the skeptic community, and then she threw stuff stuff in there with her, you know, with her name and everything. She didn't. I think it would have been okay if she'd like blurred out her name. Kind of a dick move. But it was a bit of a dick move to take internet drama and kind of parade it around in real life like that. Yeah, and she's in the room. And she's like, in the room, yeah. She can't rebut, you know. Oh, yeah. Wow. What, well, what she could have done is, like, maybe should have done is just stood up and said, this is bullshit. I demand a podium <laughs> right now. If you want to debate this, we got to debate this. You give me a podium and a microphone. You don't just do yeah, this right in front of me like that. You it's know? like the second part of the conference, like, last weekend. Yeah. Oh, so it happened later? Is it yeah. the, was it the... What's the CFI? Was it? What's the CFI student conference where this happened? That's where Steph got slammed by Rebecca. Is at the CFI student conference. Oh, okay. Well, I had a friend who went to it and posted on Facebook about it. That's the only way I found out about any of it. Yeah. So that that engendered an entire drama of its own. I missed that whole aspect of it. And just because Rebecca was like totally in the right in the elevator and creepy elevator guy was totally horrible, doesn't justify what Rebecca did to Steph. Even though Steph was wrong about what she wrote about elevator guy, it doesn't justify it. You know, that doesn't make it okay. Uh, and Hemant wrote a great post on why it was not okay. Yes, I read it. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah. He's saying, you know, it's, it's not the way to teach somebody, right? <laughs> the everyone just chill the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the best <laughs> posts ever. I think he's starting to lose the right to his name on the internet. 
<laughs> he's gotten like more hostile verbally lately. Well, I mean, but that was hostile towards the atheist community. Unfriendliness. Yeah, that's true. So that wasn't he's, hostile towards Christians. He's angry at unfriendly atheism. <laughs> um, he, he's doing what Christians need to do, point out the bullshit in their own group. Right. And then, like, what happened after that? That's when everybody piled on, de- like, defending Rebecca against Steph, defending Steph against Rebecca, defending Elevator Guy sometimes, which I th- think is just weird. It's just weird. Uh, and and it seems like everybody took sides and it and exposed a kind of rift in the community where feminist skeptics expect skeptics to be feminists. And some skeptics were like, what? We're just nerdy dudes. <laughs> we, we have yet to be enlightened in any way. Like, just because you get science doesn't mean... I guess it doesn't even mean you're a humanist, much less a humanist feminist. But in the end, wait, did we did we talk about Dawkins and what he said in the oh, comments? No. God, no, we, we didn't. We haven't talked about what he said yet. Okay, well, he went, he commented on PZ Myers more than once. Oh. But, <laughs> and we all wanted to not believe. Like, I, I was following you, Abby. Yeah. And I, that's my first. Oh, yeah. I'm the only person it. that had that such a low opinion of Dawkins that I was like, yep. Really? No, it didn't surprise me at all. He's, I was like, yeah, he's kind of an angry ass a lot of the time. He said some things in the in the past that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Stuff about like monogamy, like it's okay to cheat because we're animals. I'm like, it, dude, it's a social contract. I don't know, but I didn't. Mm. I wasn't expecting this at all. Well, I wasn't yeah. expecting him to to weigh in on it. But when he did weigh in, on it, I wasn't entirely surprised that he showed such a privileged. Like old white male kind of point of view that didn't shock and he, me. And he yeah. waited on a comment section. Uh, gee, Jesus Christ, that, that's just. Yeah, I, I didn't expect him to comment at all, and I was like, oh, why? <laughs> why are you doing this? Really? On <laughs> regular? Jesus. You do this on like the most read atheist blog. Well, I thought it was, I, I I gotta say I'm glad that he comments on Ferengula. I want the leaders in the movement to be more interactive with the movement. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Just, in this particular case, oh, not this I time. I mean, yeah, it was good that <laughs> he posted his bullshit on something where one PZ is not going to agree with him, and it's going to go out to thousands and thousands of people immediately. Well, that that brings me to what I think is the upside of this whole debacle, is that if we have the leaders of the movement. Uh, disagreeing very publicly about this, it becomes a teachable moment for everybody. So we can read what Dawkins wrote, and read what PZ wrote, and read what Hemant and Greg Layden wrote, and we can process it, and we can think, or at least hopefully some of us can think, maybe I need to think more about what it's like, what it's like to not have privilege. And that's where I think all the lessons from this come in. Like what can, well, mostly men. What can men learn about this? What can men learn from this to be? more welcoming to female skeptics at events and at like meetups and whatnot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such a male dominated movement, unfortunately. Yeah. And I would say a lot of the gender balance in the Oklahoma atheist comes from the fact that so many of us are married. That, right? that is a big help. There's a certain amount of automatic gender balance that comes in when everyone brings their spouse. Uh, but, I mean I'm not saying that we I mean our group is actually fairly balanced overall. But Well that's why that's partially why I enjoyed it. I was like, oh it's a lot of families. It's almost like a scare quotes church. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it kind of is. It's a, a community. It almost looks like exactly. some randomly selected bunch of. Yeah. That's awesome. It's just a group of people that are. It shows that we're all normal. It, that is true, and that's good. But but what can we do to like bring to be more? I guess I'm not saying we need to be feminist, like full on 
feminist theorist kind of reading the literature and oh stuff. Oh God, I freaking hate. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Abby, you got to finish this but, thought here. What yeah, you... please, yeah, keep going. <laughs> no, that just the whole like I don't. I think it's been infiltrated by postmodernism a bit. I really don't pay attention to any modern, like, feminist thought. It's it's like queer theory, like, ugh. (laughs) Is it just a frustration with people who refuse to say there is a truth, or is it some other frustration? Yeah, well, it's just, I don't know. Like, almost like I was kind of happy that this whole event kind of, like, codified, like, the whole concept of privilege. Because it just almost seems like they overuse the word, and it's just kind of like a um, really ill-defined concept, but this really kind of like makes it concrete, like this is what privilege is. Like Richard Dawkins is showing white male privilege because he doesn't get it. Or I guess you could say it's, in a way, it's Oxford male privilege because the elevators are so safe in Oxford to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) He would just ask you for a cup of tea all the time. But yeah, no, no one's going to be that threatening in in such a highly educated, well-off community. No, it's showing a lot on liberalism. I it's, thought. it's just showing that Do- I mean, Dawkins lives in a bubble. Oh yeah, I I totally buy that. Mm-hmm. I buy that he lives in a bubble. Uh, the, the comment about like, well, just you just press a button and it will obligingly open for you. <laughs> like that was witty and clever and funny and completely wrong. Yeah, completely wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The implication. Uh, and at 4 a.m., you just shout, and there's someone there at the elevator because there's yeah, people everywhere at 4 a.m. Absolutely. There's, there's loads, <laughs> loads of, of security oh, guards God. swarming every floor at 4 a.m. Oh, totally. And if the elevator alarm is functioning, which it may be, it'll surely go off when you hit the stop button. Yeah, just like the ledge, there's one security guard. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, tie in. Like the, the lack of empathy was just shocking to me. Like, oh, I like, compl- how you, like, dare you talk about your problems? There are Muslima out there. See, I, I'm with Damien. It, it didn't surprise me all that much reading Dawkins' books. Now, he's shown the inability to think outside of his field before. The God Delusion, I think, amply demonstrates that. He oh, cannot God. do theology okay. or philosophy to save his life, but he can do biology really read. well. Yeah, I've only read The Greatest Show on Earth of his, so... Which is an oh, really? book. So, I don't know. What, what well, I'm no, saying is, I expect, I expect Dawkins to, to kind of fail... Epically, when he gets outside of his expertise, that's just what I expect of him. Oh no, it's, it's Doc, Dawkins' biology books are evidence, evidence, evidence. You're wrong. His theology books, like God Delusion, are you're wrong and you're a moron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just real quick sum up. What are all the lessons we ought to have learned from Elevator Gate? Um, Richard Dawkins is an asshole. Okay, that's a good one. Men are assholes. No, no, that's a bad one. <laughs> that is a bad <laughs> lesson, Abby. Girls at four o'clock in the morning in an elevator. Right. That's a very context-specific one. That uh, should be a no-brainer. It should be a no-brainer. I'm so glad to hear that everyone's on board with that. Yeah. In fact, I would go so far as to say never invite someone up to your room at 4 a.m. if you have not had any conversation with them at all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Unless there if, if there's a reasonable expectation of sex from hitting on them in the bar, then yeah. maybe. No, but, like, but that's the thing. He hadn't talked to her at all in the bar. Exactly. And it's just to, to cold proposition anyone under any circumstances. Mm-hmm. If you've been hitting on them the whole night, yeah, and you're having to be in the bar, yeah. Probably yeah, but, but you need to have gotten some signal. She's leaning in, she keeps making yeah, eye like contact, she's flipping her hair or whatever. Your signal is not, I don't like being sexualized all the time. That is a it. bad signal. That is not a good signal. <laughs> that is not a big green flag. Hey, hey, um, and before we, we leave this topic, please read uh, her latest entry on Skeptic. 
because for me it was like I was still getting over the fact that I was pissed that she um, she called out uh, Steph, mm-hmm. this college girl who was Congrats. obviously naive, and she should have been saying, you know, I understand, and I was probably in your place. And in fact, she actually kind of does that in in her latest post. She talks about how she wasn't a feminist before she became oh yeah she yeah got in the skeptic movement. And after she got in the skeptic movement, she realized how almost all these guys everywhere she served, she was getting hit on just constantly. I had no idea because I've always been attached whenever I was in these groups. And I just had no idea the uh, position that women are in in uh, being so outnumbered all the time. And uh, it was pretty enlightening for me. So I, w- I would definitely read it. Yeah, it's called the privilege delusion. Yeah, it's talking about Dawkins. Good but- post. But more, it was it was it was me realizing that she got all these rape threats and the fact that she is constantly being sexualized, just constantly. So it's mm-hmm. j- just to to give a personal anecdote about how this is just so not the same for men. When when I was in the Air Force, we had a human relations officer in our squadron who was basically in charge of handling sexual harassment or whatever. And one time, as I'm walking down the hallway, just minding my own business, she smacks me on the ass. <laughs> Wait, that's not funny. That's sexual harassment. It is. It is sexual harassment. And I'm thinking... Whoa, whoa, that's how shit goes down sometimes. Yeah, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, who do I report this to? Because she's the one I'd report it to, right? And right. here's the thing about that. I was completely unthreatened. In fact, I was totally flattered. <laughs> It's kind of the difference between guys and girls. Like, yeah, normally I would be flattered by shit like that. That's kind of my point, is that to get to get this sense of, like, how easy it is to be a guy, well, how, how, how do I put this? You have to say, well, men and women are just different, <laughs> which is kind of a non-feminist <laughs> thing to say, but it's the only way to explain why I find this series of actions so unthreatening, whereas had the genders been reversed, it would have been disturbing. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Or am, am I getting too personal here? Is this, is this like just my subjective experience, or do most guys be like, yeah, I'd, I'd be flattered and not threatened? That's the closest thing yeah, I could think of to an experience with sexual harassment in my own life, and I thought, <laughs> like, wow, that does make me kind of privileged that I can think of that and be like, yep, didn't bother me at all. My most recent one, I was thinking about mentioning it, it's not really similar because it didn't take place at four in the morning, but I was at a bagel shop reading on my Kindle, and some cute guy approached me and he was like you're getting a kindle and he made up some story about wanting to buy a kindle for his mom or something <laughs> and then blah 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 and he gave me his number and it's like oh i'm like it was like oh he was like come over at 11 and then he just wanted sex and i'm like what the fuck and i was like i thought you were interested in me as a person but no i was like we should go out for tea and he's like uh what okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you actually suggested doing something like public and chatty, and he's like, "Nah, just come over." Uh. So like the whole approach, it was like I had absolutely no clue. I honestly thought that he was like, I don't know. So then, like, I can see, you know, if someone's, if it's four in the morning, the guy didn't want coffee. <laughs> no, I, I think but, that's a fair uh, assumption. Yeah, well, he wanted scare quotes coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the. Would you like to come up and see my etchings line? That is never about etchings. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is so creepy that the guys do that. I, I've always yeah. kind of operated on the basic assumption that you should get to know people first. I guess I'm just old-fashioned that way. Well, I mean, if people are like into that, it's fine. But like, I guess he expected me to just understand it. I guess because I think I don't know. He was hot, duh. 
I don't like you as a person. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Well, the, 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 the girl I'm currently dating, I've been dating for a couple months, I met her on the internet. It is really hard for guys <laughs> like me that aren't creepy to meet people on dating sites. <laughs> because it seems like the assumption of the female side is every guy on there is creepy as shit. And just <laughs> you. Wait, so why, why do they go on there? Yeah, I was thinking, what's the, what are they on there for then? Ex- exactly. <laughs> Looking for that, that diamond in the dunghill, huh? It's, it's like, it was, it's so awful. <laughs> there is such a surprising amount of consensus tonight that I'm a little bowled over. I'd, I'd expected there would be there would be some debate about who was wrong in Elevator Gate, and I was expecting there would be some debate about whether or not that movie really sucked. But. I don't understand why there's any debate about Elevator Gate. It should have just stopped at, she said, uh, don't do that. Yeah. Guys, don't do that. Exactly. It was so... It was so Obviously. innocuous. It was nothing. It's internet flame war, though. <laughs> no, but yeah, but, but it is an interesting question why so many people stuck up for Elevator Guy. It hit the internet. That's why. No, no. If it's on the internet, someone has to bitch about it. But there's a lot of people. But if it's so obvious yeah. to us, like why Elevator Guy was in the wrong. It's because we're not creepy guys. That's true. We're very uncreepy. Well, I don't well, understand. It's like having goatee. I don't know about that. Uh, well, no, I look creepy. I'm not saying I don't look creepy. <laughs> the thing is that you can you can be on elevator elevator guy's side a little bit. You can say you can be you can say, well, God, he did a terrible thing, but maybe he was just taking that one chance, and he just does not know how to read cues. And that's it. And in fact, you know what? You don't have to actually go on the internet <laughs> and talk to Rebecca and tell her that she needs to wise up. You know, you can just say that in your head and think, well. Mm. Maybe he screwed up, and uh, that's it. And and you don't have to talk right. about it, honestly. Right. You, you could have sympathy for him without feeling True. the need to to berate uh, all the yes. all the people who have said he's clearly in the wrong, which includes exactly. me. <laughs> we don't really have enough details to say anything really definite. And I think like what she said was enough. I think oh, I'm more true. outraged about Dawkins and like the yeah. the universal reaction on that point since you bring up details i would i would like details what if it turns out that elevator guy is Dawkins? well See yeah that, that'd, be, that'd be kind of entertaining <laughs> <He's a cartoon. laughs> you think he's ever gonna come the identity is ever gonna come out oh uh, god i hope um, not see that that's kind of what i was trying to get you mean the identity of Elevator Guy? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what I was getting at before. Details matter. I want to see what this guy looks like. You know, does he have... He can post a picture with a big smile on his face. No, I want to I see what he looks like. Is he 210 pounds with neck tattoos? Because that uh, makes him so much point, worse. Come on, the guy's got to stay under. He is completely fucked if he comes out. Absolutely he is, and he completely <laughs> deserves it. But wait, he's had tons of people on his side, though. Wait, I thought he didn't deserve it if he's a weak. Okay, that's true. If it turns out he's 93 pounds... No, I was being sarcastic. No, I, what I'm saying is that it, if it's clear to me that Rebecca can kick his ass, then maybe he doesn't deserve it as much. You but, don't have to kick somebody's ass. You can't kick somebody's yeah, ass if they have I'm a knife pretty... or a gun or something. Well, that, that dude, that's when the facts come into play. I don't think he would have to be like physically stronger for her to be rationally creeped out by him. So you're, you're saying he might be concealing a weapon, and that's just that makes it... Well... Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. I've got to see. I'm, I, I have what's it called unarmed privilege, where I just assume <laughs> that people walk around unarmed all day. Unarmed <laughs> <laughs> uh, I live in such a safe community that I, I live the privileged unarmed life. I'm in the city, boy. I, I, 
<laughs> yeah, you're all the way down there on class, and it's a dangerous place. <laughs> uh, yeah. Had the gays come by in the parades next <laughs> The gays are parading by. <laughs> Who knows what they're packing? Who knows? Okay, I felt like yeah. there was one more lesson to be learned from this, and I don't remember what it is now. Don't be creepy. No, we got that earlier. We have to vote for new horsemen. Yeah, we do need new horsemen. Now, let's go through this. Let's go through this. <laughs> we, we know full while... We, left Dennett? we lost Dawkins because it turns out he's kind of a dick. <laughs> and henceforth shall be called Dick Dawkins instead of Richard. <laughs> he's a dick. And his, Harris is kind of a... What? Creepy. Hey, man, he, he, he uh-huh. put this post on, this really long post today about um, drug use and about... Uh, in the future, in, in the past, he he did this whole video and he's talking about how he does um, uh, what does he do? He does, he does uh, the Om. What what is that? I've drank too many. The mantra meditation thing. Yes, yeah, meditation. Yeah, I've I've kind of liked it. Like this is kind of cool. He's kind of free willing at this point. Like, I don't really I don't mind this whole like meditation gig. Like I can almost get behind that. I don't really totally agree with him, but um, I just find him creepy. Like. If I met him in an elevator, it would meet <laughs> the the bounds of being creeped out. So you would He'd be instantly creeped deeply. out by Sam Harris? Just... Yeah. Huh. I'm okay with the meditation without the supernatural element. Yeah. No, wait, so... Yeah. Wait, so... It can, I, be I, super, it can be totally calming, just... Yeah. Okay. Wait, Breathing wait, deeply. Wait, wait, wait. There's, there's four horsemen. I, I want to know why three of them are disqualified as... In, in Abby's yeah. mind, why why she wants new to replace three horsemen? Okay, Sam Harris. Probably keep Harris. Wait, 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 Sam Harris just because he's creepy. I, I'm not yeah. sure what that means exactly, but. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I don't know. I just don't. I mean, Hitchens is. Give Hitchens a pass. That's the sad part. Yeah. I mean. For that, but. I mean, I like Hitchens, all his like polemics and atheist stuff, but obviously, like he's a neocon. I don't agree with him about. Anything. Well, he, no. hey, him and Harris are both kind I of. I kind of like him because he is the unapologetic douche of the group. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You need that. You do he need will one of those. Yeah. As like just a well, sure they're all douches. with no apology, and I'm like, I can respect that. All right, so is, with, with Sam and Hitchens, is it politics or is that just with Hitchens? <laughs> well, other than that, no, I admit, I like Hitchens. I like Hitchens, yeah. Okay, so Abby, you, you don't like Hitchens because huh? he's like pro-war. Oh, the politics, yeah. Yeah. Well, he is pro-war, but I'm not, I'm not gonna throw him out of the atheist group because of his politics. That's that's my. Yeah, maybe. But just just like I like um, the Bible geek, even though he's right winger. Right. We I think we need to have kind of a big tent when it comes to atheism and skepticism. We shouldn't throw people out just because they're not good liberals. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I throw out. I just disregard their political opinions. For the most so then part. Wait, then why, why are we throwing Dawkins out? Because Dawkins, he's, he's kind he's of a douche a dick, about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and like you know, I, I've heard so many times that the God delusion wasn't a very good art, wasn't a very good constructed argument. No, so yeah, the God delusion's a I really mean, it, poor. It, the God delusion's preaching to the choir. Yeah, the, I mean, in terms of arguments against theism, the God delusion ranks about 410 on my list of books. It God is not great, like... and breaking the spell are so much better. Okay, I, I think he picked very outdated arguments to address, and then he mischaracterized them, and then he argued poorly against them. And I'm not sure how much I want to go into detail on this, but I mean, his 747 gambit was just total crap from start yeah, to finish. Yeah, pretty He's bad. basically assuming that God exists as a brain, a very complex brain in some other universe or something, <laughs> as, as if God's yeah, I, made of stuff. 
which is I'd just still weird. recommend it for someone that's doubting because it's a push in the right direction. Because mm-hmm. it's not so much a, a, as good an argument as other books. Let's let's forget about the existing four horsemen for a second. I feel like our criticisms are kind of scattershot. <laughs> oh, totally. Let's let's put okay. together our own four horsemen right now. Who who would we want? We each get to nominate one name. Uh, I, 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 my I first actually call Stephen Novella. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure he's much of an atheist person, but he's do, a do great they have to be alive? Yes, they have to be alive. <laughs> Sorry. The, the, those are the rules that I just made up in my game of Calvin Ball right now. <laughs> so I, I've grown to love Stephen Novella. I mean, I don't know how grave a horseman oh, he'd be. like Steve Novella. He's genius. His background helps, being a neurologist. Right. Um, I have the obvious answer, which is P.Z. Myers. Huh. Why do you say huh? No, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I was hawing about the obviousness of it. Oh, yeah. Because he doesn't have a book out. Yeah. Isn't he working on one, supposedly? Yeah, he told me he was. He said he had to finish it up over the Thanksgiving holiday, and this was last year when he told me that. <laughs> yeah. So... Damn it! I was gonna say PC. I don't know what to do now. Yeah, I think like as far as like representatives go, like I I feel like you guys just are not branching out hardly at all. I'm gonna say uh, Ayan Hirsi Ali. She is the most articulate anti-theist who has actually personally experienced the ravages of theism firsthand. She does not have privilege. She has a life story. I couldn't finish Infidel because it was too I disturbing. Got to the part I oh, how far did I get? I have it right here. Oh God! I only made it um. I only made it 54 pages. <laughs> I got to the part about the general mutilation. I was so like, I just couldn't finish it. But I probably should since I didn't get very far. That's what I mean by uh, no, not privilege, but life story. Yeah, I didn't like how like she got involved like the right wingers. It's like eh, politics gets in the way for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll listen to people that I totally disagree with their politics. As long as they have like real arguments, because Hitchens always has arguments, even though he's kind of scattered. <laughs> not not within an article, but his opinions change mm. all the time. But really? I do I do like Hitchens. Like I like reading his stuff. Hitchens has always been like anti Saddam. Like he was probably one of the first people to say yeah. we should get rid of Saddam, and he probably said that in '92 or '93. Mm-hmm. I bet he's always been consistent on that because he was over there and he has a kind of a bond with the Kurds. I, I don't like to let I don't like to let my libertarian leaning moderate politics get in the way. But one of the things about being a centrist is you can say that. Because you're a centrist. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I was a centrist until lately, until Obama came around. Then I became a centrist. Yeah, he's dragged me to the middle. <laughs> that was it. With his split the difference personality. He always cuts the baby in half. <laughs> it's very Solomonic. That's a great way to put it. Because <laughs> it's gruesome for some people. Well, for lots of people. Um, hey, wait, so uh, Damien, would you like to nominate a fourth horseman since we only have three? Right now we have Stephen Novella, P.Z. Myers, and Ayan Hirsi Ali. Uh, honestly, I think Richard Carey is the most intellectual of of all the right. anti-theist writers out there. Uh, yeah, Ehrman's too conservative. I don't mind Ehrman. Yeah. I don't mind Ehrman. Well, I mean, he can't be. He just can't be a horseman. Ehrman could be like. Uh, yeah, he, is he, he dead? Not be a horseman. No, no. It's just that he's he's more like riding in a carriage. Yeah. <laughs> a comfortable padded <laughs> carriage. I do not see him riding a horse. Horsemen are supposed to be scary. I, I, when I saw him, he just wasn't the um, firebrand I thought he would be. No, he's not. Of course, it wasn't the Episcopalian Church, so... <laughs> it was a good speech, though. It was a good, good lecture. Well, if we're talking about Apocalypse, then I nominate Sam Singleton. 
Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Take us there. So what's our new horseman lineup going to be? If we had to do it ourselves, it'd be PZ and Steven Novella, Steven Novella and Ion Hersiali and Jason. Who was yours? Were you of carrier? Dude. <laughs> what part of Jason pick I, your person? I am on my third like growler of beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of there. I, I couldn't get the whole meditate. I was spacing on meditate on my third beer here. It drove me to drink. As drunk as you guys are now, I'm confident that you're not going to proposition anybody on the elevator back to your room. I'm I can't even make my, my way to an elevator at this point. Stumble my ass over and pass out. I just can't do anything right now. But the elevator guy didn't realize that when women are tired, they're fucking tired. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't say, I'm tired, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, I want to go to bed. No, I'm Same just fucking tired. I'm going to wake up in the morning. Absolutely. And... <gasps> wait. What? Oh, wait. I'm generalizing. Something's Sorry. about to happen. Nominate Rebecca Watson. Someone's wrong on the internet. Let's do it. Oh, wait. Who do you have to delete? To uh, Are you replacing PZ with Rebecca? Are you going to proposition her for the four horsemen in an elevator? <laughs> Would you like to ride my horse? <laughs> okay, so any any lessons about Elevator Gate that we need to... Watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes. Good then, and then to act... Uh, not like them. Yeah. See, see how they act and don't do that. If you're gonna proposition someone in an elevator, at least make it kind of funny so you can play it off. <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad that I don't have to solicit strangers for sex. <laughs> I'm so glad my girlfriend does not listen to this podcast. Oh, it just seems so awkward trying to do that. Any of the listeners? My email is. <laughs> <laughs> Send your solicitations to Abby's email. <laughs> you better be hot, and you better have a Kindle. <laughs> okay, the big controversy. Any other insights that you guys want to share about this big controversy? Because I feel like we got our two cents in here. Is it, is it too late to compare Gavin to Creepy Elevator Guy? Did I do that yet? <laughs> because the eye fucked Liv Tyler the whole movie? No, because he trapped her in the bus and like basically propositioned her right there on the ride to work, where he where he had the power to fire her. Yeah. If you would do the charitable. Before party, he hired her. No, it was after he hired her. Oh yeah. I I just want to find out who a creepy elevator guy is. It's important to me to find out who he is, so that he can be properly chastised in person. I just want to die. Oh, that would be. It should it should wait wait a little bit because he'll just get be massacred. He'll ruin his life. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm hoping oh, for. Yeah, It'd be like Steve Bartman, Chicago Cubs. Yeah, like that. But oh, baseball. Sorry. Yeah, that is kind of a reference that most people aren't going to get. I only got it because I'm from Chicago. I just I I kind of hope he just gets completely run out of the community, honestly. Um, and and maybe like maybe just a little bit beat up. Really? Yeah. Just a little bit. Like, like if I just find one bit talk to them out. If I if I find myself walking with creepy elevator guys sometime at Skepticon Four, <laughs> and he says, "Yeah, you know that was actually me," I might not think twice. <laughs> Crime of passion. Dude, they should just have a beer summit. Him, Rebecca, <laughs> Dawkins, and that other girl. Who's going to be the vice president? <laughs> Can it still just be Biden? <laughs> Biden's the it should best. be Biden. This is a big fucking deal right here. Yeah, he's got a big gas fest. <laughs> well, we can all agree that a Rebecca Apocalypse is a big fucking deal. <laughs> it is a big fucking deal. Oh. And got blown way the fuck out of proportion. Uh, I, 
See, well, I think that the being blown out of proportion was the event itself. I mean, it, it, it's kind of her fault it got blown out of proportion, mm. calling out Steph so bad. That part of it is like a separate issue, though. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like the whole thing itself, issue. it should not be a big fucking deal. Like, it should have been a, this guy was, I received it as creepy, nor any normal person would. End of story. Everyone nod. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone nod. That, that should have yeah. been what happened. Like, they watch Rebecca's video and go, what an asshole. And that would, yeah. should have been the end of it. But then some people decided to defend the asshole. It's so worthless. Why would Morons. you do that? Yeah. I do not actually advocate vigilante fights. justice against elevator guy. Yeah, you did. No, no, I don't actually advocate it. I just would like to do it. Batman. <laughs> I, I'm not soliciting a crime here. I do not advise that anyone do that. Don't make the pencil disappear. <laughs> what? Maybe there'll be another big atheist clusterfuck when you skip a week again. Yeah. Let's have another controversy. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got to get everything off our chest. I'm... Let's just start one. Ooh. That's a good idea. We could fake something. Like do like like the, the Sokol hoax of the skeptical community. That'd be hilarious. That would rule. I'm going to call up ERV and see if she can't like help us out with that. Let's just someone for next week. All right. Uh, thank you all uh, for listening. Uh, have a blessed week. The Oklahoma Atheist Godcast is produced by the Oklahoma Atheists. The mission of the Oklahoma Atheists is to develop a community of individuals and families who value and promote critical thinking, free thought, reason, and a scientific worldview, and who seek to have a positive effect on the community at large through fellowship, rational discussion, community service, and education. For more information, please visit our website at www.oklahomaatheist.com. The music for today's show is from the song God is Dead by Jaron Lake and is reproduced here under a Creative Commons license. Jared's music in the Oklahoma Atheist Godcast are hosted courtesy of the Internet Archives Community Audio Collection, available at www.archive.org. To join discussion about the ideas presented presented in today's show, please visit our blog at blog.oklahomaatheist.com.